Those of us who God has called to speak the word of God and teach the word of God, we're going to have to get to the point where we're not relying on just what we know. We're going to have to rely on the power of the Holy Ghost to anoint the words that we speak so that those words will go out and stir the hearts of men and women. Listen, we just can't go to sermon.com and get us an outline, illustrations, and then come and think it's going to have some anointing on it. We just can't go get somebody else's messages or preach something we heard somebody else say because it sounds good. Ooh, that so sound good. I get, I'm getting a revelation on that. We're going to need to have a revelation from the word of God, from the power of God, from the anointing of the Lord, so that when we speak, somebody can say, that man spoke with authority. Welcome to The Light of the World. Today's message is about Jesus casting out a demon at the church. He want us to do the same. Come on, join us today as we walk in the light of God's word. Demon-possessed folks, they still go to church. I've seen some come through the light of the world. And there's probably somebody in here now. Y'all looking around like, where they at, pastor? (laughs) What you going to do, urge them out? But I want you to know that demon-possessed People go to church. A man in their synagogue. That's, why they, that's how they uh, described him first. A man in their synagogue who was possessed by the evil spirit. Somebody bring him. Now all the women say, see, it was a man. <laughs> now no, it come with women too. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. Now look at this. First, he says, what do you want with us? With us. That sounds like more than one, don't it? What do you want with us? And then secondly, I know you are the Holy One. So somebody took charge. So while Jesus was teaching, the demon-possessed man cried out. In this account in the book of Luke, Luke said he cried out to the top of his voice while Jesus was preaching. Demonic activity sometimes will display itself, even in a church service, right in the middle of something going on. And some folks think they got the Holy Spirit, they're getting happy. But anybody standing up right now, right in the middle of my preaching and start screaming, it ain't the Holy Ghost. You know, the urchins go over and start fanning them. I say, cast that devil out. Don't fan them. Right in the middle of the preaching, and they're going to start screaming and carrying on. That's what happened when Jesus was preaching. He said he cried out to the top of his voice. But that's what the enemy does when the spirit of God is moving and the word of God. Jesus was teaching with power and authority and the folks was getting it. And the demon said, hey. He started crying out. There are times when things are flowing by the Holy Spirit in the service and the demonic forces want to disturb the services. That's why you have to have a spiritual sensitivity as what's going on. Jesus did not say to this man, oh, uh, just, yes, all right, y'all just take him to the side over there. Just fan him. He'd be all right. They knew what was going on. Demons in this man interrupted the service. They heard the teachings of Jesus and they recognized the authority and the power in the teaching. Now, I'm curious to know what Jesus was teaching on that day. I wonder if it was the message that said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. 
He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to loose those that are bound and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I wonder if that's what he was preaching. That demon said, oh, no, not now. I wonder if it was the message where he said while he was preaching, yes, you know me and you know where I came from. I'm not here on my own, but he who sent me is true. That's what Jesus said in John 7, 28. I wonder if he was talking like that and them demons got scared, right? Because that demon said, now, are you here to mess me up before you were scheduled? Demons know the plan that God has for their eventual fate. And every time Jesus came in contact with them, they would kind of look at him and say, now, now, wait a minute now, you ain't supposed to be doing this now. Have you come to destroy us before the time? They know they're going to get a whooping. You ever had a child you were going to whoop him before you even touched him? He started crying. <laughs> and started just crying and running and carrying on. You ain't done nothing yet. They know they finna get a beat down. So that's where that devil was. Whatever he was preaching, it upset that demon. And I was just thinking, I wonder why demons aren't getting upset these days. They don't care how prosperous you get with your prosperity. They don't care how many blessing messages you get. They don't care how many super-duper anointing messages you get about getting a double portion. But you start talking about messing them up, taking authority over them, kicking them out of your house and out of your service, having authority and power and dominion to change things, for righteousness sake and living holy, then he started getting nervous. Because there's a whole lot of people who wants to be prosperous, but they don't want to live right. Bless me, Lord. They want to try that formula for whatever you say. Just sow and sow and reap. Seed time and harvest. Bless the man of God and you'll be blessed. They can do that. The devil don't care about that. But you start messing with his business. You start loosening those that are bound and setting the captives free, breaking addictions and habits and putting families back together. Then he starts saying, well, wait a minute now. Who gave you the authority to come in here and mess with me? You start getting people saved that have been bound up. He got a problem with that. So whatever he was preaching, it upset that demon. And we need to pray, Lord, give us an anointed word, a word that will make the demons uncomfortable when they come to our service. Make demon-possessed people uncomfortable sitting up in the church of God. So the demon took control of the man and spoke through him. So demons, uh, they, if they're riding with you, that's why we used to sing that song, Don't Let the Devil Ride. Because if you let him ride, he's going to want to do what? He's going to want to drive. And it won't be long before he started driving. And so the man was, was just a vessel that the enemy was using. And so the devil came up and a demon came up and began to sp speak through the man. Using his voice and his vocal cords. And he began to talk to Jesus. But don't you know the Holy Spirit would do the same thing through us if we allow him? He'll use us. Because the Lord just wants, to, wants a vessel that he can work through. So if we would let the Holy Spirit indwell us and fill us, he'll use us. 
Just like demons will take over and demonstrate belligerency and uncontrollable behavior, the Holy Spirit will rise up in us and do great things for God. But these demons begin to recognize when Jesus starts talking, they begin to recognize the person and the power of Jesus Christ. I know who you are. These other folk might not know. These church folks might not know who you are. But I know who you are. These church folks are listening to you like they ain't never heard this kind of preaching before. But I know who you are. I ran into you before. Have you come to destroy us? The Bible says, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the wicked one. Jesus said, I came to whip up on you. And they knew it. He was speaking with authority, and now he's going to take authority. See, the demons had taken over the man, but Jesus wasn't going to let the demons take over the church service. He said, be quiet, shut up. Demon said, can't you, she, shut up. Next thing Jesus said to him, come out. See, he wasn't in any mood for any running conversation. He had one of those in the wilderness. And when you're dealing with demonic forces, don't you need to talk to them and try to negotiate with them? You can't negotiate with no demon. You know, how many of you in there? And how long have you been in there? Where do you live? Well, all that kind of stuff like that. Just tell them to come out. Well, see, folks don't, don't want the demons to come out in the church because all the church folks scared. Where are you going to go when they come out? <laughs> Isn't that right? We said, that demon's about to come out. And all the folks start getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. They're ducking there or they're praying. That's when they used to sing those blood songs. I know it was the blood. I know it. Let the blood cover me, Lord. Let the blood, the blood of Jesus is in this place, you know. We used to go to church service and say, we're casting out every demon tonight. Boy, then they come out with the blood songs. All the kids was on their knees, everybody. We don't want that demon to come over here. Those demons need to hang out with somebody. They don't like to be out without being in somebody. But if you got the power of God in you and the Holy Spirit in you, they're going to pass over you. They don't, want, they don't want to fool with that. But if you're just sitting up in here going through the motion, you know, we cast that demon out. Next thing, you might be looking funny. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't feel right. <laughs> You can't be sitting up here playing when we're casting out demons. Y'all want me to cast them out this morning? I'm going to say, well, give us a chance to get, get, get it together, Pastor. Hold on, hold on a minute. Jesus said, be quiet and come out. And the Bible said, immediately the evil spirit shook the man violently and then came out of him with a shriek. He hollered and came out. So this first miracle mentioned in the book of Mark is showing Jesus' power and authority over the supernatural. And if he can command the supernatural, he certainly can command the natural. Jesus says, I'm telling you, I've showed up on the scene and I'm in all power and all authority. When he came up out of that baptism of water, the Bible says he came up and immediately the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And Jesus came right out there. He came out of the gate swinging. Devil, I came and I got authority. I ain't taking nothing off of you. When you have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, you don't have to take anything off the devil. You don't have to let him come in your house and tear it up. 
You just say, I'm taking authority, and it ain't happening up in here. Shut up and get out. You can talk to him. Shut up and get out. He'll try to bring sickness and disease and disparity and oppression and depression and all kinds of stuff in your life and in your family. Try to work through your children. Tell them to shut up and get out. You don't have no authority in this place. Jesus took the authority. He took authority. Shut up. He wasn't even his church. He was a visiting preacher. The devil started talking to him. He said, shut up and come out. The other preachers were sitting there looking at him. What, 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 what kind of man is this? What's up with that? What kind of authority does he have? You have the power and authority of the Holy Ghost in your life if you're filled with the Holy Ghost. And you need to understand that you're going to run into things and situations where there's demonic activity. And you can't counsel out that devil. And you can't give him Ritalin. All you're going to do is have a demon on Ritalin. And you really messed up then. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF. Dot O-R-G. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.